Hello, friends. I'm your host, Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. Here, I'll discuss the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. I want each episode to leave you feeling validated, empowered, and oh so radical. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. This episode of Radical Stepmoms Podcast is sponsored by Stepmom Magazine, and if you haven't read it yet, you don't know what you're missing. It's actually the first resource I found, and Stepmoms, believe me when I tell you it was a game changer for how I navigate this role. Stepmom Magazine is a monthly online publication, and each issue is packed with articles from therapists and family experts who know exactly what you're going through and what to do about it, because they're stepmoms too. When you subscribe, you'll get access to a private group forum where you can talk with other stepmoms from around the world, and they also offer ebooks on specific topics like disengaging, being a full-time stepmom, parental alienation, and so much more. They're all available to download right now. I subscribed years ago, and it was exactly what I needed to feel less alone and more supported. To join, head to stepmommagazine.com and use code RADICAL20 to save 20%. If you love it as much as I do, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I love hearing from you. Again, that's stepmommagazine.com and use the code RADICAL20 to save 20%. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. On this episode, I am super excited to welcome a follower who has pretty much just become a friend at this point. Hi, Stevie. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. I feel yeah. super honored to be here. It's, uh, I feel like it's been a long time coming. So I, Stevie, I feel like you've been one of the OG listeners from a couple of years <laughs> ago. Yeah, I've been around, <laughs> I guess, for a while. <laughs> yeah, and we've just connected via the gram. Um, we've worked together on uh, different sessions and stuff like that before too. But um, I've just really gotten to know your story and and seen, you know, your relationship with your stepdaughters and you welcoming your little boy into the world and all that stuff. So um, I just thought other listeners would really benefit from hearing about you and how you've progressed in your stepmom journey. So all that to say, Stevie, how about you give a little introduction on you? Yeah. Um, well, thank you again for having me on. Um, I have been married to my husband for almost two years. We got married on February 29th, 2020. So right before (laughs) everything hit tried to end um and uh we've been together since like September of 2018 I think so however many years that's been I don't even know anymore but um I have two stepdaughters uh they're uh almost 11 and almost 13 um and but before all that I um I've been married before I got married in 2013 and um my husband passed away in 2017 unexpectedly. Um, and so, um, I, in 2015, just to kind of give you everyone a background on my Mm -hmm. journey to trying to become a parent. 
um, Mm -hmm. has been very complicated as it is for a lot of people, but um, I got pregnant in 2015 first try. (laughs) Awesome. So I was like, this is so easy. And then, um, you know, unfortunately all that came crashing down. Uh, I was about nine weeks into my pregnancy and I had a a miscarriage, a pretty traumatic one, had to go to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. So, you know, after that, it was trying for two more years and nothing. And so, um, for anyone that's tried and struggled with that, they know, how hard and emotional of a journey it is to have a baby. Um, And so finally, after two years, I found out I was pregnant in July of 2017. Um, And then six days later, my husband unexpectedly died in my arms at my house. (laughs) Um, And he had a, basically had a heart attack. Um, and, uh, three weeks later I lost that baby. I mean, a lot of stress, (laughs) a lot Mm -hmm. of grief. Um, I, you know, I feel like this part is important because, um, you know, I found out why he died, which was essentially he, it was due to chronic alcoholism. And I, um, I knew he drank a lot. I knew he was the happiest dude, like sweetest guy you'll ever meet seriously. And loved me more than anything in the world. He just had a lot of trauma and a lot of, um, horrible things that had happened in his life. I don't think he really ever knew how to deal with. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he owned a restaurant and bar and he was just like, everyone knew him. He was just the best guy ever. Very high functioning, um, with the demons that he was battling every day. Um, anyway, he died in that way. My dad died in that way, uh, 14 months later, uh, of alcoholism. So, but in a different way, um, just a different, uh, cause of death, I guess. Um, so you would think that I would have like seen that, <laughs> like, you know, recognize, um, Hey, maybe look out for this in a partner. It's probably not something that you want, but I didn't see it. Like, even when I found the cause of death, I was like, I was shockingly shocked. Like I couldn't believe mm-hmm. that that was the actual reason why he passed away. So anyway, I wanted to share that part because, you know, after him passing away and being completely devastated and then losing our baby and then just another loss on top of another loss. Um, Mm -hmm. the level of darkness I was living in was just complete. Like you can't really describe that kind of pain every single Mm day. And, um, so, um, coming out of that, I, had to find a way (laughs) to live again. And I, I found a lot of support through, I found, um, a couple support groups online. And uh, one of which I met my besties, my widow besties, we call ourselves the wids and (laughs) we got super close, super quick. We got matching tattoos and like, just, um, you know, became great friends. They basically just kind of helped me pull myself out of the damage of my life and Mm -hmm. learn how to live again. And 
I felt the possibility of maybe, you know, I can love again. I knew I always, I was only 29 when my husband died. So like, there's no way I was going to live the rest of my life without having love again. I I mean, for Mm -hmm. me, like that just, I, I love to love someone and have a partner. And so, um, I kind of flirted with the idea of dating and had like the Bumble app for like literally five days and realized, no, (laughs) not not ready for this yet. So nothing wrong with that avenue of trying to find a date, but I wasn't ready for that yet. So anyway, um, long story short, I, uh, I think it was like six months later, I met my husband, um, I now my current husband, (laughs) um, and we have just met through mutual. We just happened to have mutual friends and we met at a end of summer party and, um, just kind of were together ever since then. Um, and you know, at the time, sweet old me, I thought, oh, how cute he's got two girls like how sweet (laughs) it's like that whole thing you just you don't know what you don't know Uh and I remember early on you know when we started dating he was like you know are you sure that you are you want to do this you know this could be really tough and it kind of warned me (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's so I, I just I just because we all have that moment right we all have that moment where our partners are like so this is the sitch right yeah and they can warn you but for me I always like I didn't interpret it as like I how do I say this I always felt like it was like an insecurity of my husband's like he was like yeah. hey I have a lot of baggage and like he was insecure of himself and like Mm-hmm. And then me always being the person that's like, I can handle shit. Like I'm fine. Like I'm stubborn. I'm always like, no, which is why it's so hard for me to like, let things go and ask for help. But I'm just for looking sure. at him like, oh, it's okay. Like I, I got this, you know, not realizing and you probably not realizing like, no, he was actually no, but like for real, <laughs> like for real though, like this is really hard. I'm the same way. I'm stubborn as hell. And I'm the type of person that like thinks like, oh, I've, I've been to hell and back. I can handle anything. Like I've got it, you know, yeah. um, little did I know. Yeah. Totally <laughs> I different know. kind of hell. Didn't know shit. So, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and by the time, you know, you realize, oh God, like this is really hard. You're already like in it and you're committed mm-hmm. and, you know, but I obviously like wouldn't change anything. I mean, if anything, it's just like, it's this whole role, like being a stepmom and in a blended family, it's challenged me to work on myself more than ever. And so, you know, if that's the cause of me, like being, trying to just be the best version of myself, like bring it on because I welcome trying to anyone trying to better themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and I still have a lot of work to do, but a lot, yeah. I mean, it never ends. So yeah, I know. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that ends. was a, um, random thought here. I don't know. Do you watch the show you No. Oh, you need to watch it. <laughs> there's this, so good. It's so good in such a nasty way, but, um, oh, nice. there's this part, just the simple line. Uh, cause he's a, he's a, um, 
he reads a lot and you know all that like he mm-hmm. is very well versed in authors and stuff anyway he, he made this very small comment in the show of like if you're constantly working on yourself when will you ever know that you're done hmm. and like it was just like a from a therapist perspective <laughs> it's like yeah like you don't because you always uncover something new that yeah. you're like, Ooh, I should probably work on that, you know? And that's a good thing. And it's just the evolution oh of being human. So yeah. Anyway. So, mean, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, I, it's crazy. Like the things that I've seen in my character or in just my like natural way of being my flaws, like mm. really yeah. has come out. And, and most of that is like, you know, in communicating with my husband or how we try to navigate um all the challenges that we've been faced is like there's just been a lot that's I has been spotlighted on to my character that I'm like dang like I need to yeah get that in check yeah <laughs> I think know? that and I, I think that's what's really hard you bring up a good point I think that's really hard for a lot of stepmoms in that I mean so many of us deal with the sense of loss of identity um, when we step into this role because we're giving so much of ourselves. We're changing our normal routine. We're no longer that single girl. We're into the family life so quickly. And so little bits of us, you know, like start to fade away, which is why I'm always like, hang on to her. But at the same time, you're also being presented with situations you probably haven't ever been presented with. You don't know how to react to them. This is all new territory. And then you find yourself going, this isn't me. Like, I never thought that it would feel this way. Like I, um, was, I'm like a super confident, like I'm before I met my husband, you know, like I was confident in who I am. I know what I want. This is what I, you know, this is how I get it. And then all of a sudden I'm like insecure about previous relationships oh and I'm gosh, insecure yes. about, you know, and it's like, why is, why am I like this? Like, this I isn't know. who I am. And that just contributes to that loss of self. And that's something that you like have to explain to your partner yeah. because then your partner's like, this isn't who I ended up with. Like, this isn't who I started right. dating. And you're like, yeah, but this has changed me. Yeah, Cause <laughs> you're crazy. Made me crazy. <laughs> exactly yeah and it's like you know I didn't know that I would react to this because I've never been present you know so it's it's wild it is hardcore like yeah I the person I was between my husband's like I loved I love her like she was so great and when I met my husband I was like in this place of like oh like just like you were talking about just confident and feeling good about life again. And I never thought, and I was only, I was, it wasn't even a year and a half after my husband died that I met my husband. So it's very mm-hmm. confusing for people, I'm sure, but <laughs> a year and a half to, anyway, um, but, uh, that's something me and my wids would laugh about. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, like that person, I, I was, I was feeling like, oh, I can, I can live again. I can find, you know, this next part of my life is not going to be, you know, as terrible <laughs> as I had thought it was, or I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I felt like, I feel like um, getting into this life with, with my husband and the girls, <clears throat> um, 
I totally lost a lot of confidence and especially the whole like mom aspect, like wanting to be a mom so bad. I find myself in the lives of these two girls. Um, and I feel like I got in there at a great time for like age for them. Like they were, I just turned eight and nine. So it was like, I feel like pre preteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, who knows what it could have been later on, but, um, and, and like, they took to me right away. Like, that's the beautiful thing was like, even my husband said, he, he was like, I have no doubt that like, they're going to love you. And, um, before we met and stuff and that he's like, I know my girls, like, I know how they are with people and they're going to be great. Um, of course we had like nerves about when to meet and all that stuff, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and we waited six months into our relationship before I met the girls. Um, but yeah, they took to me right away within the first hour. I mean, our youngest was holding my hand and like pulling me around and showing me things. So, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they were, they were super nervous initially, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, totally broke that ice real quick. Um, but but yeah, it's just like, and I, and as you have said in the past, like I dove right in, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I was like making him meals to like take to the girls, like on the nights that he had them so that he didn't have to worry about it. Like just trying to do anything I could to just make his life a little Mm -hmm. bit easier. And I now I'm like, Oh my God. That's how we screw ourselves. (laughs) Like chill a little bit. Like I know my heart was totally in the right place Absolutely, and nothing yeah. wrong with any of it. And I wasn't trying to force myself on the girls or anything. It was just like, I was trying to help my partner. You yeah. Know? I, I find it no different. Cause that's the thing, you know, it, I feel like we all do something like that. You know, we've all, I mean, with my husband, when we were dating and stuff, it was, he was a tandem instructor. Um, and so we were at the drop zone every weekend so he could work. And on the weekends that we have, um, my stepson, my husband would be like, uh, are you cool with like hanging out with him? And so that's where him and I like really bonded. Like we're at the Mm -hmm. drop zone, which if you're not familiar with skydiving, it's just the airport. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where everyone is packing their parachutes and loading into the plane and stuff. And so, you know, him and I would just be kicking it, hanging around, playing outside, like watching the planes. And, you know, I thought that I was like, you know, helping. It didn't feel like babysitting at that point. It was like mm-hmm. dipping my toe in into like, oh, like I can be supportive and yeah, sure. I'll help you with taking care of your kid. And then, <laughs> and then it was like an expect, like it, it just mm-hmm. kind of like felt I, if I could go back, it would be like, oh girl, like, no, like, how about yeah. you just don't go and he needs to take care of his kid. And maybe he just doesn't work that weekend. Like, right. But yeah. you see yourself as being supportive or you see yourself as you know and uh, that teammate thing or you yeah. wanting to make their lives easier and I tell oh, my husband yeah. all the time I'm like I make your life so damn easy that you don't even feel the hardships anymore and that's <laughs> when I need to pull back because you need to feel the sting every now and again <laughs> well and I mean I I love I think the Enneagrams are super interesting I'm mm-hmm. I think I'm a type two so I'm Same. I'm like I need to be needed I, I want to help. And so it's not even like, it was never once ever my husband putting pressure on me to like, 
jump in. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I'm here. Like, let me take over. Like, Mm -hmm. let me help you out and whatever you need. And, um, jumping in so hard that I was like, peace out to the girl that I was, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, just initially, I mean, I've Hmm. slowly been able to like get her back, you know, but, um, it took some hard lessons. (laughs) Yeah. And it makes sense because I mean, we all change when we get into a new relationship and it's exciting and it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like we're, you know, being disloyal to the person who we were. It's just, mm-hmm. I, my biggest thing when talking to new stepmoms is like, yeah, be excited, like get into this relationship. That's great. But also don't do things that you are, you know, unsure of don't do things that are outside of your comfort zone because you feel like you have to mm-hmm. make this work and continue to, you know, invest in your current life. Yeah. Um, things that you have said before in the past is like, you know, you might, cause you might not notice or, or you might not recognize what your boundaries are until mm-hmm. you've crossed your own, like you yep. figure out what they are as you go. And so you can always like take back, like, you know what? I know I was willing to do that before, but I'm not willing to do that now. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, absolutely, <clears throat> they can be fluid, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, in how you're, I'm really interested in hearing more about your journey into motherhood and how your losses impacted the relationships developing with your stepdaughters. And then, you know, how that has kind of evolved in having your baby with your husband. Um, yeah. So, I mean, being a mother was always something that was really important to me. Um, I even have a tattoo that like represents the nurturer in, in me. Cause I've just always felt that, um, that part of my soul, like, it's just, that's mm-hmm. who I am. So, but then when you go through, you know, miscarriage and struggling with fertility and then another miscarriage and, you know, when, when everything happened at the end, um, with my late husband and then you know, this, that second loss, I, it's like so much died, right? Like he died, then my baby died. And then the idea of being a mother died, you know? So Mm. all of that compounded, like kind of blew up my, (laughs) my Mm. world and imagining, you know, doing that again, like and finding someone to do that again with, like at the time it was just no way, you know? (laughs) probably sounds really daunting and it's overwhelming for sure and a dream that I had and felt so deeply and and wanted so badly um just it all died everything died you know um and so yeah it was like being in a mothering role which didn't I didn't put myself there um, initially, you know, cause you're just getting to know them and, mm-hmm. and all that, but, um, it's a complicated feeling. I mean, you're trying to figure out, like, for me, I was trying to figure out, okay. We've, and I, again, I, this is something I've heard you say, it's like, where do you stand? Where is your, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> their mom is over there and you're over here and they have a mom. They don't need another one, but I'm here and I'm, I have this responsibility. I felt this like responsibility to be, you know, 
this influence in their life that could, you know, be a positive one for them. And I definitely fell in love with them very quickly. It was not hard to do. They're <clears throat> amazing little ladies. And I'm so privileged to be able to share life with them. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, just like with any relationship and you learn, you're learning to live together <laughs> oh yeah and it's like other <laughs> other people's kids yeah it's your partner's kids but it's like it's, a, it's someone else's kid so it's like mm-hmm. it's um I had a hard time being like okay when can I say like no you can't talk to me like that or like figuring yeah. out okay can I parent or yeah. how do I parent but also bond with them um it's mm-hmm. very confusing it's, and yeah <laughs> it's very confusing and I think <sighs> there's all the different layers and all the different ways that you can show up for kids. And when you're navigating the external pressures and then the internal pressures and maybe pressure from your partner or, you know, you just, you have to, I mean, I, I think about like just a simple scenario and how complicated one scenario can be. If you're sitting, Mm -hmm. if you're out to dinner and your stepkid is struggling to eat their meal because they need something cut up, are you the stepmom that sits back and is like, honey, you know, you know, he needs his food cut up and you have your partner do it. Or are you like, here, let me cut that up for you. I feel like a simple act of like cutting up food, you know, is like, you know, some, something so little, but am I able to do this? Like, is that, are they going to allow me to cut their food? Is that weird? Like, that's going something- back to the confidence thing. You question yeah. every, everything, every action that you take, you question because you don't want to overstep yep. <laughs> and yep. you don't want to like do anything to ha- have a negative influence on the relationship that you're trying so hard to build mm-hmm. with these kids. And so, yeah, it's like that. No wonder your confidence takes a hit because you're just mm-hmm. like everything you do. You're just mm-hmm. like, okay, is that okay? Is that okay? Is that yeah. okay? And then even okay. if you're, and then even if your partner is like, no, that's totally fine. Like, yeah, go read them a book at night. Yeah. Like if they're asking totally. you to read a book to them, like do it. Mm-hmm. But then little Susie goes back to her mom and is like, yeah, she read a book to me. And then something at <laughs> night in her head. And then all yeah. of a sudden the mom is like, what is she doing? She can't be putting, you know, and then you immediately you're like, Oh, okay. Should I not be doing this? But my partner said it was fine. And I'm, you know, it gets so complicated and yes, we all know this, <laughs> but yeah. when you're, you are, um, it's just very interesting looking back in how you feel today. And then how you feel, how you felt in the beginning. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get, I, as you all know, <laughs> I get very defensive of the stepmom experience and, and explaining that to people that don't get it, um, where they boil it down to being something so simple and it's not. And so no. many, I have, I have spoken to so many stepmoms and I would say I've only spoken to three <laughs> that are actually evil. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> right. <laughs> like the majority yeah. are loving and have beautiful intentions and just want to create, you know, a family within their home. So going back to, you know, your story of, so you get married and, um, going into your relationship with your husband, was he aware, you know, like, yes, having a baby is definitely what I want for our future. 
yes. Um, he knew that was something that, you know, I wanted uh, very much. So he obviously knew everything about my past. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's something that we, you know, had planned on trying to make happen. And um, it was a complicated road to get there. Um, not to share too many details about that, but just, you know, it's just, again, it's just not easy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's not as easy as people think. Um, so, um, yeah, what, what, (laughs) where am I going? (laughs) Um, so in deciding to have an arts baby and stuff, um, uh, well, let's talk, how about I ask a lot of questions that I get asked about ours baby stuff. So, um, I, when you first got pregnant, mm-hmm. um, you know, what were some things that you were concerned about that you didn't actually have to worry about? And what are some of the struggles that you've had either within stepmotherhood or, um, particular to ours baby, um, that you've kind of overcome? Like, I always feel like when I talk to stepmoms and stuff, they we're always worrying about something, right? Like we're always, there's always something that, oh my God, what if this happens? Or, um, you know, and then when some, and then it never really comes out to be that big of a deal, you know? So I'm always trying to, yeah. I myself, I'm always trying to talk to myself and be like, okay, that's your concern. We'll get there when we get there or whatever. So right. in, in your journey, what were things that you kind of, worried about and then um didn't really need to worry about okay or actually had to deal with (laughs) (laughs) right um well I think initially I was worried that they would never look at me the same again um Mm -hmm. and kind of going back to answer the question before um about like the complicated nature of trying to become a mom and then becoming a Mm stepmom like when I realized, okay, this is how my life is going. I'm going to be a stepmom. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, I have an opportunity. I viewed it as an opportunity to, um, be a part of these girls' lives and influence them. And whether anyone wants to admit it or not, I am helping raise them. So I have an influence on their life, uh, very, very deeply. So I chose to, okay, I'm going to own this and I'm going to be a, you know, badass stepmom here. And, um, so then with, okay, I developed this relationship with them and they totally love me and look up to me and we have this little thing going. And then all of a sudden I'm pregnant and we're going to add in this other dynamic, my own child. Mm -hmm. Um, I was worried that they would just look at me differently or think that I didn't love them as much anymore or, um, excuse me. Um, just that was a huge concern. And I think our youngest, I definitely immediately felt a distance with her, um, right after she found out that I, you know, was pregnant and, um, it's something I've slowly been like working (laughs) to get back Mm -hmm. and not a distance in a way that's like, she's, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just, it's just different. Like she, she looks, she even hugs me differently. Like Mm. the moment she found out I was pregnant, she didn't like, she barely could hug me and she always comes and gives me hugs, but it's like a different kind of hug 
than it was before. I don't know. And yeah, I'm gonna let her work that out on her own. I'm not, I I don't take offense to it. It's just something that I've clearly noticed. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then with our oldest, she, um, she hasn't really changed. I mean, I, I think she, over the last couple of years, I mean, my husband and I talk about all the time, we've really seen a confidence in her grow as far as like being able to really own how she feels and not letting someone else dictate how she might feel about something. Mm -hmm. She just like, regardless of what anyone else feels, she's going to feel how she does. And, um, I don't know. I've just seen, and to me, that's just confidence in like, she's owning who she is and she's okay to love me and love us and our home and our, and our son and their brother, you know, Mm -hmm. so regardless of what anyone else thinks or says. So, um, and so that was like a concern I had with, with both of them, obviously with my oldest, I haven't had to worry about it. Cause it's just like, she's, she's doing awesome. They're both doing awesome. Mm-hmm. But, um, with their youngest, it just took a little, it's just taking a little bit more time with her. Um, sure. and I, and I feel like that's pretty normal for younger ones just yeah. because well, they're used to being the baby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and you know, my husband and I just like allowing them to, um, not allowing them, but just holding space for whatever feelings mm-hmm. they may have and, um, doing our, doing our best to try to like, um, be there for them. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, that's all you can do is just try your best. And, um, when we initially told them, I mean, it was a shit show to say the very least. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't go well. <laughs> they, were, um, they were upset. Yeah. Especially our youngest. Um, our oldest was like, she was just quiet. Um, and did you, how long did I always get asked this? So how long did you wait to tell them? And then did you do something fun or was it just like a casual, like, Hey, this is what's going on. We tried to keep it very casual. We didn't, we weren't going to do this pregnancy announcement thing with Mm -hmm. them because, um, we knew, just for our situation, it's just, that's just not how the dynamic would have worked because of mm-hmm. <laughs> how complicated it could get. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we just decided to keep it casual and we decided to tell them first before telling their mom, um, just because it's our family's news. And, mm-hmm. um, we did feel like let's have the respect to tell their mom, but just because we don't want them to go back to their mom and tell them, tell her, mm-hmm. and then them have to witness her initial reaction, yeah. which isn't fair on anybody, you know, mm-hmm. not fair for the girls, not fair to their mom. So, and that's the reality for us. Like for me, I realized like, that's just the reality. Like you, <laughs> you have to consider mm-hmm. like her and how she's going to possibly react to something mm-hmm. and how that would affect the kids. Cause at the end of the day, like how is this going to affect them? You know, um, having a baby in the family is not something that's going to negatively affect them. Yes. It's a huge change. I'm not mm-hmm. denying that it's something that, you know, forever is going to change the rest of their life and just the day to day, um, you know, household stuff. It's just, there's a baby. It's a, it's a huge change, but it's not this like negative 
horrible thing. Um, Mm. But you do have to think about like, okay, if I were to tell them and then they go back and tell their mom and they see how she might or might not react. Right. And, and, and with the three of them and their dynamic, it's very like, you know, they, they really feed off of how she feels about things and they love her. They care about her, (laughs) obviously, but but they, she's a big influence on how they perceive a certain situation. Absolutely. That's just the yeah. reality. And, and so, you know, we have to consider that. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, we, we told them first, let them kind of digest that. And we told them on like the first day of like, so we're week to week and, um, they came back on a Friday and we told them that night, which maybe we should have waited a day or two, but neither here nor there. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't think that would have made a difference actually, but anyway, so, um, told them <laughs> didn't have a great night. <laughs> um, our youngest was basically inconsolable for a few hours and we were like, I wasn't expecting it to be like a super happy moment, but I wasn't expecting that. Um, mm-hmm. and I honestly, I don't know, like I'm, curious because I don't know I haven't heard from anyone else who's had this type of reaction from their stepkids all I hear all the time is like oh they were so excited and you know just joy 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 and for Mm -hmm. us it was just not that and I was like I've just never heard of a kid who was like this dark and sad about something like this so yeah I I, go ahead I my stepson was not he was indifferent Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't really know if he quite understood what all that meant. It's a big mm-hmm. concept for him. He just knew, okay, baby. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely not excited. He was not like, yay, you know, and then when we found out what we were having, it was even more of a letdown for him because he, oh. in his words, ordered a baby brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I think what's so hard in those situations is I imagine you experienced like wanting to make her feel better, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure I I talked to you when this all went down. Um, I'm pretty like a hundred percent sure that there's that, that natural feeling of being pissed off. Like you are taking away this joy. This is supposed to be a happy thing for us. This is I'm and for you personally, this is something that you've waited for for so long. And it's such like a hopeful, exciting time to share Mm -hmm. with your husband. And then you have to deal with this sort of negativity and interpreting it, you know, I mean, a dark cloud over this joyous, literal rainbow baby. Right. Right. Um, So how did you work through those emotions? Well, I, I, well, first, like I came to her and I, you know, we just kind of let her cry for a little bit because she just didn't want us around. around And so I came to her and I, the thing you have to do is you have to like step down from, you you can, you can honor those feelings for yourself. Like I'm really Mm -hmm. bummed that this is going this way. Like you can feel that and that's okay. And that's totally valid. But then you have you know, your kid here who, your stepkid, I call them my kids, <laughs> your kid here who's having a really hard time and you have to step down from what you're feeling and just kind of 
think about what they're experiencing Mm -hmm. in that moment. And so they're having all kinds of big feelings and they're also valid. So um, you are totally rocking their world with adding a new person into the whole mix and a person that is part of their dad and Mm -hmm. not, not part of their mom, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that's gotta be, that's gotta be super tricky, you know, and scary. And, um, so anyway, I asked her, I said, you know, can you take a deep breath with me and tell me, you know, what are you thinking right now? Like what is behind all of these tears? I just want to know what's going on in your mind and, and what's scary right now. And verbatim, her response was, I'm just afraid of what my mom's going to do. Oh God. You know, with this news. And I said, okay, that's, that's why you're sad right now. And she said, yes. Cause initially when we told her, you know, she started crying and she's like, I don't want it. Like, I don't, you know, just said, I don't want this baby. Like said some pretty hurtful things like, Mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, and then when I came back and talked to her a few hours later, she, that's what she said. It was like, I'm afraid of what my mom is going to do about this. And and then she apologized. She was like, I'm really sorry for what I said before. I didn't mean it. And, um, and I said, you don't, I was like, you don't need to apologize. Like that was a lot to take in and it's okay. I'm not mad at you. Um, it's going to be okay. Your mom is going to be okay. Like, this is going to be okay. You know? Mm -hmm. And I just kind of like, I told her, I was like, I'm scared too. Like, this is a big change. I'm scared too. And, um, there's going to be more scary things to come, but there's going to be a lot of exciting things too. And anyway, so I did my best to just crawl out of like, this sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This really sucks. And I hate that I have to like, not hate that I have to be there for her right now, but it was like, I hate that I have to deal with this right now. Like, this is such a bummer, you know? Yeah. But also like, I, I think about, I, I'm constantly thinking about the future and how I want them to look back on their relationship with me and mm-hmm. when I was there for them. And I, I, I'm not perfect by any means. And, but I really do try hard to think about like, how are they going to remember this in the future? You know, mm-hmm. and how I was able to hold them during a time that was really, really tough and scary Mm -hmm. and they probably just wanted their mom and I don't blame them, but, um, it was just like, that's just something you have to do. So, um, it's a lot of mental and emotional work, you know, uh, and it's, I hate to chalk it up to, oh, this, you know, this is just a part of the territory because I mean, I've done several posts and, and have discussed it before just the, the fact, the straight up fact that in these happy moments of our lives as women who are falling in love and getting married and getting pregnant and having baby showers and, you know, um, having the baby and then birthday parties with all these things that are important and magical and things that we want in our lives. Um, we don't get to experience like traditional women who fell in love. We are experiencing them as women who fell in love with someone who has kids. 
-hmm. And that adds an added layer of stuff. So it's, yeah, it's grief. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to think about not just yourself and your partner. No, you have to think about the kids and you have to think about their mom and you have to think about how they're going to be impacted by this. And, you know, I, I, I think that there are poor ways that we can handle it. You handled it gracefully. Um, but I think there are poor ways that we can handle that, um, that upset, you know, of, of having to deal with, you know, like, um, what I'm saying is I don't blame stepmoms who get to a point where they're like, fuck it. I don't care. I am going to throw the biggest baby shower. And you know what? I don't want my stepkid there. Like where <laughs> I am going to do a maternity shoot and guess what? My stepkid's not going to be there. You know, I, I do mm-hmm. not, my stepson wasn't at my maternity shoot. And Mine that, either. I mean, it's just I like, knew, though, wouldn't that they wanted, wouldn't. he wouldn't have wanted to be there anyway. That would have made them so uncomfortable. And I wouldn't want to do that to them at all. <laughs> yeah. So, so there are certain things, you know, and, and we get to a point where it's like, you know what, I'm tired of considering everything. Yeah. And I think there's a tactful, tactful way to, you know, like, yeah, this is going to be just for us. This, you know, um, it doesn't mean that we're bitter, mean, evil. It's just like, we carry so much and we chose this journey where we have to share these moments with, the other side of, you know, the family and like, it's, it can feel overwhelming. And I love that you, um, validated, like these feelings are okay. Have these feelings. Uh But then it's like, you have to like, Oh, set that aside and be the adult and be that safe space and think for the bigger picture of how you want your relationship to be with your kids. I mean, I just shared last week about a really big conversation I had with my stepson where I could have reacted mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> a totally yeah. different way, totally. but you know, you, you have to remain that perspective. So, um, how did bio mom react? Cause we're all yeah. wondering, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, and again, you know, so we handled this in the way that we felt was appropriate. And mm-hmm. cause at the end of the day, this is news for our family and we didn't feel like it it affects her in the, in the, in the way that she has to navigate her girls and the way they feel about it. So we, we get that, but anyway, my husband decided to give her a heads up over a text, which is their main source of communication. Mm So, um, that's what he felt was the best. And I supported that. I, I, but I also was like, I don't feel like this needs to be discussed over the phone. I mean, it's just a fact and she can have the fact and do what she wants with it. So, mm-hmm. um, she immediately just sent a thumbs up emoji, like within seconds. So, Oh, it's um, like the most passive aggressive emoji, given the context. <laughs> scary one because <laughs> you know she really wants to give the middle finger emoji <laughs> yeah for sure um and I don't think she was expecting like well, I, I don't think she was expecting 
us to have a kid at all. So, Mm. um, I think that blew her mind. I can't speak for her, but I just, I would imagine that would be huge news to receive. Um, and so, and, and backing up a little bit by the end of the night, you know, after telling the girls, like we all got to a good place, like Mm. everyone calmed down, like came to a peaceful place and they were like, you know, it's okay. Like it, it, it ended up being a beautiful moment that we shared as a family. And I was like, sweet, like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, we can start here, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Had um, to go through that stuff, but now we're, now we're here. Now we're good. Um, the next morning I, I had to go to work and so, and I'm at work freaking out all day, wondering, hasn't told her yet, you know, cause I knew he was going to tell her afterwards. So anyway, I'm under the impression like the day is going fine. Like everything's peachy. They're having a great time, just the three of them. And um, I get home and it's a totally different vibe. (laughs) And Mm. so I guess like right after he had told their mom, their phone started blowing up like almost immediately. (laughs) Mm. Um, And, you know, one of the things that has you know, challenged me in this whole life of this role of being a stepmom is like the lack of control that you have in so many situations. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we can tell her the news and tell her what's up, but like from there out of my hands, like I can't control how she's going to respond. Would I have wished that she could have like taken a moment and like processed that and like meditated to done something to like just calm and collect before she were to communicate with her kids about it being a mom I understand you're out there in the world and your kids aren't with you and you know that they have this huge news and you're probably just dying to know how they're doing with it like I can understand the urgency and wanting to to talk to them I don't think that was helpful though Mm -hmm. her not taking a moment in my opinion I mean But I also being as respectful as possible, I can understand like where she's coming from. Yeah. But, you know, because, you know, we left things in a good spot and then I come home and everything is not that way. And they're like, the girls are talking to us like, well, you didn't get our permission to have a baby. And, um, and I know that those are her words. (laughs) Yeah. And just, just using these words and phrases that are very like, adult mm-hmm. <laughs> like my voice matters and it you know you need to hear me out because my voice matters and like I and I totally agree like and I told you know our oldest I was like your voice does matter and we do care about how you feel about this mm-hmm. but there's a difference between having your voice heard and just being disrespectful to us yeah so you need to take a moment <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a parenting moment. And I just was like, I was like, no, we are not doing this right now. As far as you're not talking to us like this Mm -hmm. because everything was fine. And then all of a sudden they have a conversation and everything is just blown up. Like Mm -hmm. this tornado hit and like, just like, I, I was so confused. And so they were like, we don't want to be here. We want to go home to our mom and like, all this stuff. So we were just, I was just floored and confused and like, because of where we left it. And so long story short, she came and picked them up Mm -hmm. and they spent the week with her. 
our week with her. And so, okay, so keep in mind, this is, we told them one week before Christmas, that was just the timing and the way it worked out. Um, and so we had, we were supposed to have them that week into Christmas and that didn't happen. And his whole family came into town <laughs> later that week and they didn't come home until Christmas day. So we like that whole thing happened, blew oh. up with their mom the whole week. And then they came back Christmas day, <laughs> like talk about awkward. Um, but <laughs> it, it ended up being fine. Like, you know, his family, my husband's family was in town and that was a good icebreaker. And then they had all these yeah. presents to open up. So like that helped too. Um, <clears throat> but, um, so it just felt like they really fed into yeah. how their mom felt about it, which is exactly what our youngest was concerned about, <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm afraid what my mom's going to do. And, yeah. and so, and then that all happened. So I, it's a huge challenge for me because, um, but trying to think of, you know, where their mom's coming from and like understanding, yes, I understand. Like, this is huge news for her too. Like mm-hmm. her kids are going to have a sibling that has nothing to do with her and she has no control over that. And so I can understand what a huge, that's something she has to deal with. Like that's a yeah. challenge. Right. And so I can respect that and understand. However, mm-hmm. being however, parents, <laughs> being the parents and the adults, it's our jobs, in my opinion, and I would think in most moms' opinions to protect your children from, and, and they're not responsible for how you might feel about something. Mm-hmm. So if they see a huge reaction or whatever, um, they're going to feed off of that. Oh, Not yeah. to say that they didn't actually have big feelings, negative feelings about it. Cause I'm sure that they did. Mm-hmm. I just think <sighs> trying to be as like <laughs> diplomatic, <you know, laughs> as respectful as possible. Like I think, well, just from past experiences, like they have definitely things just become bigger. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, (laughs) I attribute it to even when you're, I mean, you, you have a, you know, if there's a toddler or even smaller than that, and you know, they hurt themselves, you know, that there's going to be a different reaction. If you go, Oh my gosh, are you okay? You know, they feed off from an early, early age, they feed off of your response and they go off of you because they are, so vulnerable and impressionable and reliant on us to interpret the world around them. Mm -hmm. And that starts at such an early age. And so in all the parenting books that I've read and all of the, you know, child psychology and understanding that when my daughter would, you know, is learning how to walk and she falls and it looked really bad. My response was, "Uh Oh, or, Mm -hmm. you know, goodness or you know whatever and Mm -hmm. then see where she's at and if she starts crying or she's like obviously not okay then it's like oh you know then you go and soothe and that mentality I have that you you, can carries on as they get older where you can have your response you can want to you know react or whatever to whatever's happened but my first filter is how are you? <laughs> How, and, sure. and it's like that, even when you're talking to friends, you know, where it's like, they're like, oh yeah, we broke up and we, you know, whatever. And it's like, 
if you jump on and you know it's just yeah like yeah and, and that's I mean it's hard I'm judging a little because yeah. it sucks that the kids <laughs> have to carry what parents feel yeah that is such a heavy especially the mom who's managing her own rightful feelings of right. whether it's early totally. on divorce or oh my gosh a stepmom is now involved or oh my gosh a baby like totally her journey but it, it becomes frustrating <laughs> that's a very kind word becomes frustrating <laughs> when you can see the impact that it's having on the kids for sure and you know they them um the girls and their mom like they're very tight like they're very very close I love that for them I I'm super close to my mom I was growing up like I think that is so great to be able to have that mother-daughter relationship and I love that for them so they're very protective of her Mm -hmm. and how she feels about things which is only natural so like I think they start to believe the like, okay, my mom feels this way. So I need to feel this way. And this makes me angry because it's upsetting her. So, and that's valid too. I mean, like, that's just like, it's upsetting, but like you, cause you want to raise your kids to be able to be well-rounded enough to identify and own their own feelings Mm -hmm. about something. Mm -hmm. So, um, And again, not to say that they didn't have some anger or um, whatever they were feeling, they were like commiserating with their mom, you know, like not to Mm -hmm. say that that wasn't real, but But it just was like a little exacerbated with like, they definitely, I think, understood (laughs) the way Mm -hmm. she felt about it. So um. I think she did the best she could with what she had, you know, I don't think she was expecting this at all. And, um, we're all human beings and like, I'm a mom, I get it. Like mama bear, like you protect your babies, you know? And Mm so, um, when something like that, you know, is going to rock your kid's world. It's, you know, I can't, I can't even imagine feeling like what she felt, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I tried really hard sorry what no it's just it's it's hard when you when you wear both hats at that point you know and it's like okay you know you can understand where they're coming from but you wish they would have done it differently and you hold compassion for how they handled it but you're then you're also being like because you handled it this way this is what I'm having to deal with and Mm -hmm. it's just it's just so messy um messy yeah so your boy Mm -hmm. now is how old um he's almost six months <laughs> yes. He's just the cutest. He is um, the cutest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, how have the girls um transitioned into being big sisters? Yeah. And how have you transitioned into holding both roles as stepmom and bio mom? Yeah. All that stuff. Um uh, uh, okay. So it was it was rough. It was a rough start just you know they didn't know how to really be um around him or with him or what they thought of him and a newborn is so like they just are there they're not really they're not interacting at all and um mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know newborn land is gnarly like <laughs> holy moly <laughs> I mean 
you're trying to figure out breastfeeding. And so that's a weird thing too, is like trying to navigate that with having stepkids around and feeling like I have to isolate myself within my bedroom when your tits are just out all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, when they were home, it was like, okay, I got to run upstairs. And um, yeah, that only lasted for me for like (laughs) <laughs> a week and I was like sorry this is what's happening and this is why yeah. it's happening and you can just go tell your mom about it like, oh. <laughs> like you just yeah you don't have room to care about yeah. that for sure um so initially it wasn't you know the greatest just they didn't know how to feel about it they didn't know how they it's almost like they needed permission mm. to like love him or like mm-hmm. permission to, um, be okay with what was going on. Yeah. Um, so, and, and as at first we would like call them like sissy and like, you know, use words like that. <clears throat> and then mm-hmm. we just kind of decided like, cause things kind of came to a head where like things weren't going well. And the girls were like, basically saying they, they wanted to stay with their mom more than with us. And, um, and so <laughs> we just decided to back way off on that and just like kind of let them take their time with it. Not that we were trying to push anything. It was just like, okay, let's not use sissy. Let's not, you know, if they want to hold him, they can. Let's not ask them like, you know, mm-hmm. just, he's here and let's just coexist for a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we yeah. just took our time. And um, as time went on, um, and we've, you know, got a little bit of coaching and thanks to you <laughs> and, um, you know, spoke with a therapist and like, um, kind of understood where like the girls were at and where we were at. And, um, ever since then, it's just been way better. So, mm-hmm. um, and he's just gotten like way cuter and he's, yeah. And, and yeah, you know, it's just fun now. Yeah. The newborn stage. And that's what I tell stepmoms too. It's like the newborn stage is hard. It's, mm-hmm. um, and then it's just postpartum in general is, you know, emotionally hard for you. And then, um, my stepson didn't even, he wasn't even really interested in her. Cause at that point she's just, she's noisy. She mm-hmm. is, she's pooping all the time. <laughs> you know, she's always getting all the attention. So it was just, we had to be very intentional in, you know, giving him that attention and, um, validating him and like, yeah, she is loud. And like, I know I want her to stop crying too. And like, make it like he was part of the family and he was in this experience with us. It wasn't just happening around him. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't until she became mobile and she started getting toys that like Mm. were kind of interesting to him and like, Oh, that's Mm. new. And, um, and it's been cool to like see the progression. Oh, um, wow. Like last night, you know, they were playing and running around together and it was just really nice because me and Jake yeah. could just like make dinner and we're like, oh my God, they're both occupied. <laughs> and they're like so laughing nice. at each other. And yeah. my daughter's like, let's go play with my dollhouse. And he's like, fine, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's beautiful to see that sibling relationship develop and you know with our girls it's and our son it's 10 and 12 years apart so Mm -hmm. um it's a it's a big age gap but um they have 
it's just been such a beautiful thing to watch them kind of come into their own as big sisters to a little boy and Mm -hmm. they kind of show off with him and like you know play blast off (laughs) like hold him up in the air and (laughs) um and then you slowly start to see like there'd be moments where I'd like look over in the corner and see you know our oldest like just independently on her own going and playing with him or Mm -hmm. same thing with their youngest or like them talking to him like you're just the cutest and um one one time I heard our youngest say well I just love you you know and then she even said that the other day she's like I just love him so much he's so adorable and I'm like I know right he's not that bad God, (laughs) it's like because your mind shoots right back to that first stuff and the first reaction. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, thank you. Like, yeah. Which, and, and that's the thing too, to remember when you're in it. Yeah. Like when you're in those hard moments, it's not always going to be that way. And everyone yeah. has to process on their own time and in their own way. And time in a lot of ways heals. And, For sure. you know, like, and, yeah. Like there's been super hard times where I'm like, F this, this is, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. And then right. it's like, okay, if things oh, yeah. have settled, things are better now. It's well, and every, over. Yeah. And every time we've had big news or a change, like when we, when he had a girlfriend, like there was a reaction, mm-hmm. like when that news broke, when we got engaged, which the girls were even part of, but when like that was informed, big reaction, um, when we got married, like reaction, like every, every time Mm -hmm. something big has happened, like there's, there's been a, a moment of chaos (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you'd think I'd remember like, this is going to settle, you know, like it's going to get better and it always does. Um, so yeah, we're, we're in that, like settling into our life now with having him around and, um, and it's just been so great. Like it's been so good lately. I mean, they have, they love him so much. Like even when they come home from school and he's, he's napping, they're like disappointed. (laughs) So it's, it's so great. And, um, we're finally in a place where we feel like, okay, like we're in our life. Like this is kind of, this is our family. Mm -hmm. Um, we feel like we we're complete, you know, we're, we're good. Uh, you never know what life has in store, but we're good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, can three take kids a breather. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I think the dust has settled from having him in our home and, um, it's just really encouraging to see their relationship flourish. And our, our youngest was like FaceTiming with one of her little friends the other day, and she's still struggling with calling him her brother. Like mm-hmm. she said, um, she was FaceTiming and she's like, Oh, uh, you want to see my, my, uh, my, and then she said my son's name <laughs> instead <sighs> of my brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like, she wanted to, but she's just not there yet. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Like I know she loves him. I know she enjoys him. And I mean, when you see them around him, it's just like, mm-hmm. my mind is blown. Like I couldn't have hoped for anything better. So I know she'll get there because mm-hmm. to us, like that's her brother, like mm-hmm. the whole half thing. I mean, that's just petty. Like, yeah, it's just not necessary. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, which half are you going to love of him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like he's your brother. And so, um, they'll get there. I have no doubt about that. And they have so much pride in him as their little brother. And 
um, I think it'll be fun too, as they get older and like they have friends over and their friends are just going to like, ooh and ah over him, even when he's annoying, we'll just, we'll just pull him out of the equation when that happens. Cause that's going to happen. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's gotten so much better from where we started, even just the beginning of my pregnancy. And, <clears throat> um, and that has been like a huge weight <laughs> that has been lifted. Yeah. Has of me, has the mom been more supportive? Has she, um, well, let's, let's, let's transition into that. One of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is one of the big, big questions that I get, um, asked is, you know, obviously does it get easier, but specifically what changes in the dynamic when the mom moves on, finds a partner and perhaps becomes a stepmom herself? Yeah. That has um, happened for you and your family dynamic. Yeah. So, um, she does have a partner, um, and he has four kids. So, um, and they got together, I, I believe not too long after my husband and I started dating, um, maybe within that year, I'm not really sure what exactly the timing, um, And anyway, and so like when they're with their mom, they're with all of like those kids as well. Um, And they happen to have those kids full time now. Um, And that's a new development within the last uh, few months, but I'm not going to, you know, get Mm -hmm. any any details onto why, but um, they, so they've just been having to navigate a lot and um they've got a full plate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I, I can't, like I said, I can't speak for her or them or their experience, but, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I have witnessed a lot of growth, um, in her. I mean, we don't, we don't really communicate that much, um, if at all, like we, we don't text, it's nothing like that. Um, but it's just been peaceful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, and so, I don't really know what the cause is. I don't know if it's because Mm -hmm. she has, um, those, you know, those other kids full time or I just don't know, but I will say that whatever she's doing, (laughs) it's, it's working. And, and, um, I really appreciate it because we have immediately seen, and maybe that's the cause of why the girls have really taken to their brother. Like, they feel this peace within mm-hmm. all of us that they feel like they have that permission to really like dive into him. And I don't know, I, I can mm-hmm. only like theorize on what is yeah, going on. You're only but, observing what's happening in your home and right. You know, but yeah. it's clearly having an impact on the girls. Like mm-hmm. peace am- among all of us is, has had an impact on the kids. And we recently, you know, even had their oldest uh, stepsister over um, for a sleepover. And, um, that's a huge thing. <laughs> like that's, that's a big huge. Deal. Yeah. And so, cause there, you know, there's three other little kids at the other house. So, you know, it's just nice for those three older girls to like have maybe time away from that and just get to do their own thing. And, um, we totally welcome that. I mean, I had that idea a long time ago, but I was like, I don't know if we'll ever get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so glad like that we're to a point that you know, we're there, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and even the next day, um, 
their stepdad and their, and their mom even texted me and my husband and just thanking us. And like, she used my name and specifically thanked me for something. And I was just like, what? Like, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. You know, and, um, just being like human to human with each other, like Mm -hmm. not having to constantly be, you know, everything doesn't have to be a battle. You know what I mean? And so I think whatever's going on, (laughs) um, I just, I hope it can continue. I mean, it, when things are good, which this is the best it's been ever in my time with our family. Like Mm -hmm. I, and I, almost am afraid to even say anything. Cause I'm like, Oh, am I going to jinx it? Or right. like, knock on wood. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, when things are peaceful, it, like I said, it has a clear impact on the kids and, um, it, it makes me a little uncomfortable because I'm like, is it going to last or not? But mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, hopefully they can also like their mom can also see the positive impact that's happening, (laughs) but like her girls are okay. And like, they're happy Mm -hmm. and they're thriving. And I mean, they're killing it in school and their extracurricular activities and, um, everyone's just doing really well. And so Mm -hmm. I hope that like, let's just keep this ball rolling. (laughs) Like it does, it can be this way. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. any other way. And I know that there will be challenges. Like I can't deny the fact that there will be more things to come up, I'm sure. But sure. hopefully we've, all of us have come to a point where we've all grown a little bit and like we can navigate those challenges maybe a little bit better mm-hmm. because we know what it's like when it's cool. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? And just developing that mutual respect for totally. one another. And, you yeah. know, I my I would hope that when someone who has been the mom then becomes a stepmom and is, like seeing it from their perspective and then, mm-hmm. you know, can be like, Oh, maybe that's why she was like that. Or, Oh, this is harder than I thought. Or, Oh, I understand, you know, to have some reflection on that, yeah. like that would be all of our hopes. Right. Um, For sure. And to allow that to like, bring us closer together. I know that in our situation, bio mom has been, um, in a couple of relationships where there's been other kids involved and mm-hmm. I, think that over, I think little by little, she has accepted me or certain parts of me, um, or like validated my existence little by little, um, takes years, years, you know, it it takes a long time to mesh and blend. And I think, um, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't know what's going on, but, um, I think I, I don't know her that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only know what I know. I feel like I know her just because of years of being in this right. situation. But from what I can see, I see personal growth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, and I, I see growth in myself and I see growth in my husband. So it's everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just her. It's we've all had to do the work to like be better for mm-hmm. the kids. Um, mm-hmm doesn't mean it's, it doesn't still have challenges and there's things that are annoying or whatever, but you know, (laughs) that's just the reality too. (laughs) And I hate saying it, but it's so true. Like the, the phrase, like it is what it is. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much of, it is what it is in, in our, in the life of being a stepmom and a blended family. But, um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, keep doing, yeah. keep doing you do you girl. Cause like it's working, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'll take it, you know? Yeah. So. I think, I think too, with the, going back to, you know, the, the fact that we don't have a lot of control as stepmoms to also consider, you know, we don't have control over how people are growing or evolving or any of that. We can just, um, meet them where they're at in a lot of scenarios. And even though you want them to do better, be better. Um, if you can recognize from a place of compassion, like "Mm, they're not in the space right now, they're just not there yet. And we have to react this way because they're not there yet. Maybe they will be in the future. Um, you know, but to, you get into a dark space, if you're constantly being disappointed when they keep showing up the same, you know, like if they keep showing up the same, you're setting yourself up for disappointment because now you know how they react, but you can hope that over time, you know, it's, it just, you know, when there are shifts in a blended family and things start to feel better and and more peaceful and all that stuff, um, it doesn't happen because everyone stayed the same, right? You know, there, everyone has to have that joint effort. And when it doesn't evolve, you know, we can often identify why it's not becoming more peaceful and, you know, it's, um, yeah, letting go of that control and that you can't force someone to have an epiphany about what your experience is like, or wake up one day and be like, gosh, I really, really enjoy Ashley being in my kids' lives, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. And like, I've had to like cling to the serenity prayer. It's not something I ever thought I would like have to like Mm -hmm. chant in my life, but Mm -hmm. it is so helpful. It is very helpful. And like, and and for, for me and in, in this life, it is so true. Like if I can't control something, just let that go. Like mm-hmm. why hold on and stew about something that you literally have no control over the outcome or yeah. how it's going to be managed. Like let it go. Not your problem, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and even like growth in myself, you know, the fact that I can recognize like, well, the fact that she is a stepmom too, like. I can't imagine becoming a full-time stepmom. Like kudos Mm -hmm. to all of you full-time stepmoms out there. Like it's hard already, Mm -hmm. but to become a full-time, I mean, my brain hurts like that. It would be so difficult. So becoming a full-time stepmom to two, let alone four. Um, all I know is that like, she's obviously dealing with a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, you know, and being a fellow stepmom, like it's crazy. We can actually relate. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden it's a like, stepmom. Oh. so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can empathize with her and what she's going through and whatever that they're dealing with. Um, I mean, that's growth. The fact that I'm even willing to yeah. empathize with her situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a decent human being. So like, how could you not, but also just like, because of just history of all the stuff. Yeah. That it's it's hard. Hard. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, takes yeah, yeah. effort to remain in that space. And, it, and that's sometimes effort <laughs> that we don't really have. So yeah. Um, before, sure. before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to just, I mean, you sharing your journey and what you, what you, 
started with um, in coming up from a place of grieving and being hopeful for finding love and all that stuff. I just, I am in awe of your story and where you are now. And wow, thank you. Yeah. And thank you um, for sharing your stepmom wisdom for those who, oh, I God. mean, this is, <laughs> but I mean, this, yeah. is, this is, I mean, it's a great representation of, of how things take time. Yeah. And just that, you know, it's, it's, there's ups and downs and you have to learn shit along the way with yourself. Yeah. And like a huge challenge for me is like loving myself when I'm at my lowest, <laughs> like I'm really hard on myself and so much of this experience is, And like I've said before earlier, like in my relationship with my husband, I mean, there's been times where I'm like, ew, I don't like how I'm being for him right now. Like, Mm -hmm. and like, this is just how I'm responding to a certain situation. Like, Mm -hmm. and you can grow from that, but like, still like try to love yourself through it because even when you recognize the bad stuff in your own character, it's like, yeah, you've got some (laughs) growing and some healing to do but that's okay that you're a human mm-hmm. being. So absolutely, uh, I don't, that's a huge challenge for, and that's advice I need to take <laughs> for myself. I mean, every day that is a huge challenge, mm-hmm. but, um, I think it's a really important thing to try to keep in mind. I don't know, write a mantra on your mirror, like yep. do something just like yep. being gentle with yourself throughout this process. Cause it's not easy, mm-hmm. like to say the least. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I love that. That's a great quote to end with so go write that <laughs> shit on your mirror ladies <laughs> Do it. with yourself <laughs> yeah you have and you can have those hard feelings but it doesn't make you doesn't make you a bad person no yeah absolutely well not. stevie thank you yes. so much for coming on it was a Thanks pleasure for having me yeah and i um, oh go sorry ahead. go ahead i was just gonna say my instagram is private but anyone is welcome to like friend me or dm me <laughs> just like heard you on radical stepmoms i'm i didn't used to be private but i am now yeah (laughs) uh keep (laughs) things private but i'm totally open arms to any stepmom that wants to connect so cool yeah i'll put your i'll put your handle in the show notes and use password radical stepmoms so you can get in Not to make it difficult or anything. Uh, all right, ladies. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, be well and stay radical. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at Radical Stepmoms Podcast or schedule a one-on-one session and get that personalized support or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.